Hey guys, how's it going? It's Cameron Barkey here with the Thought Exchange. I'm with my man, Steve Van Deest. What's going on, guys? Um, today, we were actually just talking about that one time George Bush gave the middle finger to the TV camera real quick. And Did he really? Away. Did he really? You didn't see that I've clip? I've never seen a clip. Ridiculous clip. It's kind of like... Um, was it as a joke? Was it like a troll? Or was yeah, it? he was trolling, but people use it all the time. He was like... <laughs> and he just flips the bird to the... Like, one of the harshest birds I've ever seen flipped to on a camera in my life. So it couldn't have been a troll then. I, sp- I know, it was hilarious. Like, yeah. Anyways, George Bush cracked me up. Wasn't there that, um, in all honesty, uh, um, seriousness, the 9-11 thing, terrible. But there was the, uh, actually beyond terrible. Actually, we could spin into something that's going on with 9-11 right now. Um, Do you want to move that chair a little bit? Yeah. I'll move it over. No, move it, move it this way. It just I think uh, I think it blocks off Where? the. Uh, just push it away from the computer so I can see the computer. Yeah, you good? I'll, I'll fix it. I'll fix it, bro. I don't want my my thing to fall. There you go. Oh, there you go. Okay, sweet. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, man. I cut you off. Yeah, no worries. It's totally fine. Uh, we're talking about uh, two things with 9/11. Oh, when George Bush. Oh, and 9/11 being terrible. Uh, when George Bush, uh, he was reading the book upside down. Did you ever see that? No. Oh, so yeah. he was reading to like those children? Because you're reading to the kids, but the book is upside down. Was it actually upside down, though, or did I someone think, actually change it? Or did someone it? Photoshop it? I, th- I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if the book was upside. I don't know if that was Photoshop, but that was ridiculous. Yeah. But there's that, uh, and then another little offshoot with um, 9-11. Did you hear about that one? There's a, I think she's a senator in the States, and she said something like the bad things that those people did, or that something those people did, and she was just referencing 9-11. Did okay. you read that in the in the news lately? No. Well, lately, so, like in, like recently? Yeah, recently. Yeah, she she described nine eleven as being that thing that something people did. That thing that some people did. Yeah, that thing that some people did. That's what she called it. That some people was George Bush and his. No, no, no. She was talking stuff. about she was talking about the people who flew the plane into the building. Yeah, they're the ones that got paid, but <laughs> they were the ones that actually did it. Didn't they just come out with a thing, where like the Europeans actually like scientifically proved that the thing was a controlled demolition. Jeez, you want to talk about that this episode? Holy although, shit. Although, here's the thing, though. Because it was a, like, wasn't it like a secret CIA building or whatever like that? Which? The, that uh, the Tower You're 7. You're talking about Tower 7. Wasn't it because it was a secret CIA building that they actually like had it already rigged up for explosives? Because like if, it, if shit ever went down, they needed to destroy everything. Oh, are that. you serious? I think so. Like the freaking ejecto switch. Yeah, like, holy like shit, shit, we're hitting the fan. Okay. Like shit's on fire. Fucking fucking burn everything. Burn everything. Tear <laughs> it down. <laughs> just, yo, like the, uh, what do you call that? Um, not the ejecto, it's like the ejecto switch, but it's, it's the, like the, 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 the shit. Yeah, the, the self, yeah, this thing will self-destruct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the self-destruct button, man, the meltdown. <laughs> like, I have a feeling that that would make sense. Actually, that makes total sense. Yo, that you just would blew be rigged, my mind. That it would be rigged up like that because if, they, if it was on fire... They definitely don't want people going in there. So no, they, they don't just, want anyone in there. So Fuck they just them. basically just blow the whole bitch out. Yeah. yeah, but how'd the building start on fire? It's how many blocks away from the place? Not that far away, and shit was fucking falling from the sky, bro. Yeah, I get. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and um, the whole thing. Uh, it did catch fire. Yeah, but it doesn't fucking. 
and, and fall no, down no, 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 in no. one. But one like section. think, but think about it though. Like if if you had the CIA building there, yeah, and it caught fire, and you have all the secret shit inside there, yeah, the last thing you want is the civilians to come yeah, in there, up. civilians to come in there and start like putting the fire out. And, uh, and, and, and stumbling guy, upon some papers that they're not supposed that's to see. Not supposed to see. Yo, okay, we can talk about some shit about that actually, but we'll keep going on Tower Seven because the shit's interesting as hell. Um, now there's some wild shit going on right now. Like you in Paris, it, it definitely fell in a, in a crazy way. But yeah, Paris. Paris went down. What do you mean Paris, Paris went down? Paris been going down. <laughs> Paris is in an uproar, man. Paris is not going to be the same. There's, France is done. There's some serious shit going on in Paris, like. They had the yellow vest movement. They had the journalism's. The journalist place got bombed up. They had like now Notre Dame got burnt down. Like, like Paris has been in the news for like the past like year. Years. And a half. Wasn't there a shooting in Paris, or didn't someone drive over a bunch of people, or was that in England? I don't remember. Someone someone took a someone took a truck and just drove over a bunch of people. I don't know. That's like wild. like just went all in on the whole like. I don't know if that was in London or if that was in Paris. And excuse me. If, if I, if I can't remember. But yeah. I think there was, there's been a bunch of par- uh, t- terrorist attacks in Paris. They've had a, a couple of them. So weird. I don't understand it. I don't, I don't get, I don't get the mentality behind all that stuff. Like, what, do people just, just to cause havoc? Like, is it just a havoc thing? Dude, I'm, like not a, just, I'm not a terrorist, so I can't speak on it. Do you know, like, where people just want to just scare people? Like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get the mentality behind it. Like, the only thing I can understand is, is like, people who are trying to, like, cause... Because like uh, that kind of stuff is they're trying to get warmongering going because they're making money from it, but just random people it doesn't make any sense. Like it, it, I think there's something deeper going on. What do you think that deeper thing is, man? So I think it has something to do with money. I think people are just like there's certain things that people are just trying to uh, uh, create controversy and turmoil to basically like. Do you uh, think someone burnt down the Notre Dame building on purpose? Always <laughs> crazy. Sorry guys for the sound. Uh, I think realistically, I wouldn't be surprised if someone was basically smoking on the job and flicked out their cigarette. I don't, that's what comes to mind when I think of, when I think of what might have happened. How bad does that guy feel right now? If, for those of you guys who, are, who don't know that uh, the Notre Dame Cathedral, if you're living under a rock right now, is burnt down to the ground. No. Actually, not down on the ground. They saved some of it. Yeah, they saved some of it. The but steeple, it, the the spiral, but the but where the uh, the tower, where the hunchback used to live. Yeah, hunchback in Notre Dame no longer <laughs> has a house. They took down. <laughs> I wonder where he's living now. Someone must have adopted that guy. What was that guy's deal anyway? He was just taking care of the clock. What was the hunchback. story? About I forget, man. I was. I, I I think I gotta watch that shit in his adult and like rewatch it and be like, this is fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, but there's some weird shit with that one. Yeah. So, um, the Notre Dame, Paris. Uh, big basilica, like giant cathedral from, what, 900 years of history there? How many hundred? 800 years of it history, art world wars. Hitler even, was even, in there he, Even Hitler was there like when he was, in the, when he was occupying, occupying Paris. Yeah. And like, yeah, and the cathedral survived all of that stuff. And then all of a sudden, when they're, some rest- mother trucker. <laughs> when they're restorating it. So there was some construction worker when they're trying to like restore it. Chuck's a cigarette. No, well, allegedly. No, allegedly. that's not. That's not. They say it's a cigarette, but they say it was some wires that were like crossed or got touched with water. Something. Or something. something happened. Like they. Anyways. Yes. Yeah, def- I. They could be as as stupid as like they plugged it into like a plug that hadn't been used in 
400 years. 400 years, and basically, like, the wiring was all fucked up, and the guy was using it for his drill. You know, it could be something stupid like that. You just didn't know, yeah. Just, no. like, some, some, some kid who was a contractor just saw a plug and plugged it in the wall, you know, not using the generator, not realizing that the electrical doesn't You're work. You're supposed to use that one, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's, who knows? Like, yeah, we have no mom, idea. We have no idea. It could have been, like, some guy on a break and had a cigarette and flicked it and they smoke in, They smoke in... France, man, all the, they also oh, they love their cigarettes. Yeah, they love that shit. Europe, man. Yeah, dude, that's a freaking glass of wine and a smoke for breakfast, man. Let's go. Jeez, that's freaking crazy, man. Yeah, that's a lot of. Do you think that company is gonna get sued? Like, what happens with that, Stevie Van Deest? That's two ways they can get sued. Insurance will cover it. Uh, insurance they, not they, covering that. How do you cover the freaking Notre Dame? They don't have insurance for that. They must have fire insurance on their place. How do you have how do you have insurance for something like that? I'm sure it's expensive, but I'm sure they have. What do you it. mean expensive? Like define expensive here. <laughs> like what do you mean? Like are you actually trying to tell us that you can insure the Notre Dame? You can insure who's, anything. Who's, under, who's writing that policy? Sure, I'll take that one on. Yeah, if They're it goes under, uh, we can. Well, if it's two thousand dollars a month, two thousand dollars a month. It hasn't burnt down in eight hundred years. Two thousand dollars a month. For, let's say insurance. That's a lot of money, in hopes that it doesn't burn down. And if it does burn down, you're just like... Yeah, but, like, you can't insure that. Like, how, like, I don't... Like, you're talking about insuring the Notre Dame. <laughs> like, hey, don't worry, don't... Hey, 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 Gee, don't worry, you can smoke your cigarette. If it, if it burns down, they got insurance for this shit. It's fine, like... Like, what do you mean insurance? Well, I know it's priceless. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. It's priceless in the sense that you can't replace it. Yeah. But it can be insured. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yes, I don't know. I'm sure they have insurance. Okay, if they have insurance, then what company like, is paying out for that? I'm like, if you got a piece of artwork that's worth like $20 million, you insure that thing. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. Like, it's so messed up. Yeah, I know, but like the insurance company, like, what are they? They're probably watching that video like, oh, dear God, we have to pay this. What the fuck? <laughs> like, they're probably like, hey, we're done. Like, where's all the money? Like, they're probably trying to figure out... Uh, uh, you know insurance companies, they try and dick you out of your policy? They're like, okay, well... Uh, okay, uh, how, 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 how is this not our fault in the small, small print? That was a small print because did anyone inside of our uh, company mess this up or yeah. anyway? Like, yeah. didn't, didn't file it? You didn't, you didn't file that piece of paper, right? Okay, let's uh, just shred that shred that, shred that shit right up. Shred that shit up. Uh, what do you mean insurance? You guys had no policy with us? What do you mean? Goes, well, I've been paying for 20 years. I'm yeah. just like, yeah, it looks like it wasn't switched over. Yeah, it wasn't the right one. It was no. not, did you check your paperwork? Yeah. <laughs> was the paperwork sent out to you? Does it look right on your paperwork? <laughs> Holy shit, that's actually terrible. That's so bad. Like, that's... Uh, very sad. I remember well when it first was going down. I called you because I was like legit shook. Yeah, you were history like, is. You were like, "What the hell's going on?" I was just, I was distraught actually. Things like that are close to me. Get out of here. Yeah, hundred percent. Why is it so close to you? It's just because it's like, that's art and that's history and that's never gonna be around ever again. I can see that. Yeah, it made me sad. Like I was legit sad watching it burn, and plus because I'd never been to it before, but I was getting sad. I was like, I was increasingly getting sad, and also I was getting nervous because I was like, did someone firebomb this thing? Like I was like, yo, this is some end shit. So I just, I whipped open the telly and called you up to tell you that the world's burning down. Yeah. Well, this is kind of some signs that some weird shit's happening. Yeah, it's a pretty crazy situation. Well, we're talking about Tower Seven. You're talking about hitting the ejecto switch on it and the freaking self-destruct button. 
I was telling you about our boy Julian Assange. The which one? Julian Assange? No. You don't know him? No. Oh, no, I don't know him. Yeah, you do. You actually don't. Jeez, I, really I think people are polarized on this guy, and I don't, I don't know. People, some people love him, some people hate him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Julian Assange is uh, the founder of WikiLeaks, actually. WikiLeaks, I hear, was going under because they're running out of money. I don't know. I have no idea. I saw like they like I would go on WikiLeaks and I'd get like this donation thing saying. Oh, that's not running out of money. They just got to keep it going. Yeah, but they were basically saying help us out. No, literally there was a campaign saying. No, not WikiLeaks. Not Wikipedia. Oh, Wikipedia, I'm thinking. Yeah, okay. those are two different things. WikiLeaks man. is like the whistleblower. Thing. Yeah, WikiLeaks is the whistleblower shit. Okay. Yeah. So Julian Assange started WikiLeaks. Yeah. Yeah, and he uh, he got in some big shit for that. For start for starting WikiLeaks. Uh yeah. Like, what kind of shit did he get into? I don't understand. What do you mean you don't understand? He released, uh, he's released, like, hundreds of thousands of, like, secret documents. Um, One of them was, it was actually a videotape of uh, U.S. Army or Air Force. I don't know where they are. I want to say Middle East somewhere. And they were just in a helicopter. It must have been a a helicopter, like a high, uh, I don't know what type of airplanes fly up real high, but they go in circles. And you can kind of just be in a, in a, in a plane going high circle, but they just had like a giant turret gun, like a freaking mini gun off the side of this bitch. And they, uh, uh, they'd gunned down like 15 um, civilians and they just released a video of it. Like, like just, just shooting civilians? Yeah, just like, hey, should we shoot these guys? Yeah, sure. Okay, like let's go. Like what kind of. They shot a BBC journalist, a journalist of some sort. They thought, I, they, what they say is they think he, he, his camera was a gun. They mistook it for a gun. But they just didn't really do their homework on it. Mm-hmm. It was like, are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck it. Shoot him. And then you just watch it and you watch it in the camera. And it's like, you know, when it's like, it's like white. And it's like kind of like all grainy and shit. Yeah. So they shoot. You can hear them shooting. And it takes like two seconds for the like, bullets to get the there. Like, is this cameras, guys? No, no, no. This is not from their point of view. I don't think you'd have any of that. The cameras got destroyed. Like so when those bullets was, hit so who people, was filming it? The, can, the, 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 the either the plane or the helicopter. The it's military like, guys. Yeah, it's from like they're like they they look down like a little sight thing, you know. Like and they, they record it. Yeah, they record where they're shooting at for this reason, for this exact reason. Yeah. So they can be like, hey, you killed these people. Uh, okay. Um, so they can prove they shot the right person, et cetera, Right. So they film from the from the helicopter who they shoot. Right. It's, so they, they shoot them and you hear the bullets go and then it takes like two seconds and then you see all these guys heads kind of go up and you just see like a big pile of dust go and then you see a bunch of bodies fly and then you see like, see like some people like running type of shit yeah, yeah yeah like hella gory like when, when you get hit by bullets like that like you get ripped like you just see limbs go yeah that's yeah, just crazy but it's all kind of in black and white like super punched out like exposed all all crazy so how did he get this? I have no idea where he got the shit from. So he released that. He released. He's the guy who released all the Hillary Clinton, Clinton emails. Those thirty thousand emails. He he released. Uh, he I think he got hacked and he released like a bunch of women's names and phone numbers and addresses. He, he's released a bunch of crazy shit. So anyways, he gotten a lot of big shit and in the for the past uh, five ish years or so, he's been in Ecuador in the British embassy. 
Because they can't oh, touch is it, him. Is this the guy that's that's trapped inside? Yeah, there? he's trapped. He yeah. can't. He can't leave. Yeah, he can't because leave. Because the second that he leaves, he, he gets face, arrested. He gets arrested. So he's literally been living there for like eight years. Or yeah, yeah, it's eight like years. That? Yeah. But yet he's still operating the. Uh, yeah, he's still he's, in there. They can't touch still, him. He's still operating. They, they took away his internet. <laughs> they took his internet away. Dude, <laughs> the guy's going. The guy's nuts in there. Apparently, his uh, his hygiene was like completely shitty. His teeth went completely yellow. They say his bathroom was like such in terrible shape that like they uh they well, said they're probably they, not pretty they're probably they not they, happy that this guy's living in their embassy. Yeah, yeah, he's just <laughs> living in it. And then like um, he can't get asylum. He literally cannot leave because the second that he leaves yep. he's, Yeah, he's totally cut. They can't get him. But they got him somehow. He was uh and there's uh, there's this video of him and he's like how long has he been there? Like eight years. Eight years, yeah. Eight yeah. years house arrest or something. Yeah, That's crazy. And he's been skateboarding in there and they just got cheesed. And the, his apartment's only three hundred and thirty feet square feet. Yeah. Yeah, so he's been living in a, I don't know, maybe this big, like a 330 square foot space. It's a cell. He might as well just live in a cell. Yeah, he's just been in this place. He can't leave. And there's guards like everywhere, 24-7, 365. Waiting for him. Waiting for him. What a waste of resources though, money. Like how much does that cost to have like 50 cops on duty just waiting for him, standing there? <laughs> you know, like... Like can't they like, is he have to go, go to trial or something like that? I have no like, idea, but they like, were trying to... They were trying to get him, uh, extradite him to Sweden. But how? They need, because, to get, they because need to get him out. They need to get him out. <laughs> no, they were getting him on like a rape charge or something. I don't know. Like, I don't know how they're, I don't know what was happening. I thought you get diplomatic when you're like, uh, when you have diplomatic immunity, like literally you can travel because you're part of like the, the embassy. Like you can leave from one place to the next. I don't think in his case... Like, you I don't think the British, the British probably didn't give him, like, he doesn't have diplomatic status. Like, diplomatic status means, like, you work for the embassy. So if you work for the embassy, you can travel under diplomatic immunity, and you can basically, your bags cannot be checked, nothing. They can't check your shit. So you can literally travel and you can transport, like, anything you want in the aircrafts because your bag is diplomatic, they can't look in it. So like that's where all these guys are like do like crazy like bad shit and be like I got diplomatic status you know like because they're they're untouchable because they're part of the they're 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 almost considered like uh, um, part of the war right so they they I have no idea how this works I it just allows diplomatic to, immunity it allows, means you can get away with a bunch it, of shit because basically what it means is like you are part of that that uh, that that um, that country and you can move as if you were the country itself. So, so if you're moving through other countries and stuff, it's like are you sure this is how like it the works? messengers? I have yeah, I have no idea. You know, how it like works. so your shit can't be searched. Nothing can be like none of that stuff can be. They can't touch you. They can't touch shit. They can't touch shit. So like you can go to the airport and be like like it says a diplomatic bag. Well, you can't touch it because it's considered like protected. So if you open it, it's an act of war. Oh, wild! Yeah. And then if that happens, you're. You could call back the home home spot and be like, "Yo, we're fucking under war. We're under war, man. Like, we're siege. They opened my bags. They'll bomb those mother truckers." Yeah, yeah. Because like, because wow. if they're transporting some stuff that's like a secret some CIA secret or some CIA shit, like, shit that, yeah. like they're putting in a bag, it has to have uh, a form of security to it. And if they they get it, then it's a form of war. And then the other the country will come and 
and that's what they run a risk. That's why they say don't touch it. Don't even touch his bag because we don't want to. We don't want to start a war. It. We don't want to deal with it. We don't want to start a war. You just let him travel whatever shit. Yeah, he... if he if you open up his bag and all of a sudden we find some weird shit in there and we arrest the guy because he's got some weird shit, all of a sudden <laughs> okay, okay. his My whole weird... country's gonna show up with a fucking with a bunch of tanks and shit like that and come take him out. Okay, what weird shit are you talking about? Like he's got like a bag of dildo weird shit or like a bag of like well, CIA secret shit. Like, I think it can, okay, by define I think, weird. I shit. think technically it's supposed to be secret eye secret shit. Yeah. But because or weapons or guns, whatever, or drugs whatever or... it is, like the paperwork or whatever. But because sometimes those guys, when they get that kind of power, they start to uh, they get ballsy. They get ballsy and start taking like illegal shit, you know, and start transporting like illegal uh, stuff, opium or all that other weird shit. Like, didn't remember the CIA weren't they? Uh, they weren't they importing heroin in caskets, in caskets and shit like that. They're importing heroin and then sending it down and basically uh, in caskets from people in Afghanistan, Iraq. They're putting it in yeah, the bottom you, of caskets. Yeah, because you can't search the shit because it's fucking uh, yeah. It's it, it's diplomatic and who the hell's gonna search a casket? That's a creepy place to put you drugs. You know, so they would put the drugs dirty. and shit like that inside those caskets and no. send them back, and then you'd have like these military guys who were basically. You know, like had like, the, you know, you got five or six guys that are in on it, all making like crazy money because they have these clearances and they basically just fill up these caskets and uh, all the stuff like that, send it back and it goes into a morgue and they open up the shit and take all the drugs out. Damn, it's that's like, wild. And then sell it on the street and make like, you know, crazy money. And then they give it to their drug dealer guy who's running the street gang and he's the one that pays them back and buys the next batch. It's like... That's a crazy hookup. Yo, <laughs> yo, I got that. I got that freaking dead body casket hookup from Afghanistan opium. Like, that's some next level shit. Like, you know when people say yeah, they have connects? Like, I got to connect. Like, yo, that's the real plug, man. Like, yeah, like that's, that's a crazy. That's a crazy. Can you imagine a plug like that? And like, <laughs> can you imagine a plug like that? No, I cannot <laughs> imagine calling up the guy saying, yo, you got this shit? From yeah, like, how do you even get that job? I don't even you know, know. Like, how do you even get that job where, like, just yeah. some guy, like, some military guy goes, hey, yo, man, uh, you, you run the streets, hey? I hear you run the streets. and uh, I don't know where that got, connection comes it'd from. Be like, they'd, it's almost like a mixture of a blackmail and a, uh, yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a blackmail type of uh, <laughs> uh, uh, opportunity mixed in one. It'd be like, yo, man, I know you're running some shit. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna do. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, gonna, I'm I'm not, not gonna, gonna raid your ass. I'm not gonna raid your we're ass. We're gonna work together. I'm not gonna say this. anything. We're gonna like, I got some experimental shit that I need to. Uh, I need to see what happens and how it works. You're gonna be my guy. Are you gonna be my guy? Yeah. You're gonna be my guy, or yeah. do I have to fucking report this and take this in? You know? Yeah, yeah. I'll be your guy. What's I'll be your guy. I'll be your guy. Yeah, it'd be like a blackmail thing, yeah. yo. Holy shit. Yeah. I got and like, then, I got like five. I got like, like fifty, like SWAT like, on standby and the, here. And the guy doesn't even basically like. Uh, uh, he's like, I need my money, you know, like doesn't even say like, I'm going to pay you this much. He says, you need to give me this much money every month. I'm going to give you this, this so much I want. Yeah. So now the guy has to, has to basically scale it up and charge more. Yeah. The guy's <laughs> roped in. Yeah. He's roped in because now he has to get this much money every month. Yeah. Shit's wild, man. Yeah. It's uh, but anyways, yeah, Julian Assange, she, um, <laughs> he's done. People are mad. They, uh, I don't even know what's, I don't know what's going on with the guy. He's in jail, I think. I already got arrested. That's the big, the big topic of the day is Julian Assange. WikiLeaks. He did get arrested? Yeah. Today? No. A couple days ago. They got him out of the embassy? Yeah, I don't know how, though. Like, did someone just say, you smell? Get out of here? Like, <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know if he got gang, gang tackled or if he tried to escape. Hey, with you guys on the live, can you guys, like, shoot us a text and see, uh, tell us, um, 
how Julian Assange got arrested or what, how that transpired? Because I'm sure it was pretty ridiculous. Like, <laughs> I don't know. He probably, I watched a video on it. There was like 50 cops outside at all times. So they probably, it was probably the biggest scene ever. Yeah, shit's, uh, shit's pretty wild. He was, he was with Edward Snowden and another guy who has like life Edward, in jail. Edward Snowden at least got like, he's like in Rome, Russia. <laughs> like he's in Russia. He can't, got away and got into Russia at least. So now he can like, and the Russians are all about like, fuck you, America. You know, like, oh, that guy's an espionage. Yeah, he works. Come, you work for us now. You work, no problem. You're Russian, <laughs> you know? I don't know you what's happening with them. Yeah. Although, you know what, like, in that case, in the Snowden case, um, do we think that what he did is is was right? I think he, like I don't think that the, they should they should. Uh, so for the people who don't know Edward Snowden, so Edward Snowden was the one who uh, he worked for the CIA, and he didn't like the idea that the CIA was tapping into people's private information via Facebook and all these other weird. Um, um, uh, social media outlets and stuff like that that collect all your private information and they can do taps and onto your phones and all these other weird shit and they can just basically start connecting dots without actually getting warrants for um, making arrests and stuff making like uh, surveillances okay like, you need like a surveillance warrant so like if I like the normal procedure for like for law enforcement is like if I want to tap your phones and I want to basically see I have to talk to a judge to get a warrant. To get a warrant, and the judge will tell me exactly what saying, you yes, you, whether I can or can't do it. And then once you get that, then you can put the tap on Cameron, and then you can watch and observe and watch all of this stuff. And what the CIA was doing, they were just bypassing all of that stuff, and they were just basically just, yeah, it's all recorded. And they go and they listen to Cameron's stuff, and then they realize that Cameron's connected to this person, and they would go follow this person around for a bit, and then follow this person. So they would just be following people around to try to figure out highly illegal. Highly illegal, like. High, but is it illegal if they're stopping illegal activity? It's it, it was highly illegal in a sense that it was like an invasion of like privacy, privacy on the next, on le- the next, next level, degree. Yeah. on the next degree. Like they were basically full blown invading people's privacy. So then Snowden released that information. He said, "I don't like this. I don't like this idea," and he stole a bunch of information. And it defected. And it defected, and then released it all. Did he release it on WikiLeaks? Yeah, he worked for Julian Assange, I believe. Yeah. And so yeah. when he released all that stuff, um, they were trying to arrest him. <laughs> yeah. There was another guy that worked for Julian Assange, but he's, a, like, he's from the military and he's like straight right in jail, like 100 years or 100. Yeah. They caught him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's messed up. He's done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was one of the guys. Julian Assange had hackers and stuff. Oh, get this. Uh, Ecuador has had like 40 some odd million um, hacking against them. Like hackers have sent like viruses towards the country. Like they've had forty million uh, attacks since he got arrested. Like cyber attacks. Like the country. Well, like who's doing that? You wonder. I don't know. Like, is it like who who's attacking? Uh, who's who's uh, what's who, that one? Like anonymous type shit. No, it's like but, those type of people. No, but what I'm saying is, is like, is it seem to be like, <clears throat> if you're Ecuador and you're hosting my, um, you're basically housing. Uh, uh, a guy that I'm trying to arrest. They're not housing him. He's in an embassy. No, I know. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's in your country. But yeah, in, but he's, an you're in an embassy. You can't go in the embassy, though. It's illegal. Yeah. They're not allowed in the embassy. I think it's just the hacker community did it. Like, like the uh, people who know what they're doing. And like, because and like, I think Julian Assange, all he wanted was 
the Freedom of Information Act. He just wanted, when the government does stuff, they need to tell the people what they're doing. I can right? agree with that. So, so there's uh, more transparency between the people, corporations, and the government. So I think everyone's. The, I think of, the government should be fully transparent. Like they never like for instance, are. Though. Like with the even with like the uh, the financial reports and everything like that. We like they give us these like top sheet budgets, but they don't really tell us what's going they on. They don't really tell you exactly what's going on at all. Like none of that stuff is really. Uh, no, the only people who know are the people who really know. Yeah. The one on the inside, and the people on the inside have the hookups. Yeah, yeah. And hook their friends up to be like, yo, yo, uh, they're going to spend like this much money on, uh, on a bridge. Uh, you know, maybe you should uh, buy some bonds. Buy or some bonds or put, uh, put together a, a proposal and I'll slip it in. I'll sure, slip it in for you, yeah. Make sure we can get you, get you that contract for you. Those are the yeah. real numbers. Those are the real numbers, man. Like those numbers, like how much did it cost to, to put that bridge up? Like what was the hookup there? Like who got that? How did someone get that job? Yeah, you know? Apparently, there's a bidding process, but I mean, all these guys are friends. Bidding process, uh, just just because, it, it, what's the bidding process? They look for the lowest bid, which is bids himself out, and the highest bid bids himself out, and anything in the middle is free game. I don't know, I don't work the, for it. I and don't then, know. No, but that's how they do it. So, like, if you if you bid too low, you bid out of the game. If you bid too high, you bid out of the game. If you're in the middle zone, then they go, okay, these are the bids from the middle. They're all about the same. Okay, now we pick one from here. That's how they work. There's, I'm sure there's different variables for every building that's going on, but yeah, because yeah. they they know which companies are which. They're, I'm not gonna say names of companies, but they'll be like, no, yeah, but this like company, a, they're kind of, they're a little really like expensive. working with, yeah, a little less expensive, a little cheaper, but like it's they, the same thing. I work, they take their time. I, I, work on a, I work on a board, and, and that's kind of how we do it. We look at it and be like, uh, I don't know. These guys are a little bit more expensive, but, but they less, do X, Y, Z. Less, less headaches. Yeah. You no, know, these guys are a little cheaper, but they're a pain in the ass. And every time they come in here, they they smoke they, and they, they shit. Well, places. they basically pad the bill, and you know, I remember one time a company. This this is I don't know the name of the company, but it's so weird. This company came to fix a furnace, and the first guy that showed up was too fat to, <laughs> to fit into the crack to no, fix come the on. furnace. No, 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 no. So they had to send another guy in, but they charged us for the first call. So we, he got charged for the first guy to come in there who couldn't fit. Well, hold on, how big was this guy? He was a big guy. He couldn't. He couldn't do the job. Are you talking like four hundred pounds big? Actually, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He just he, he could, just couldn't fit in the. He crack. couldn't fit in the crack, which is fine. Okay, you got to send another guy. But why did we get charged for that call? And the 110 bucks or whatever. Yeah, whatever it is. the 110 dollars for the, the service call for him to show up. Yeah. I'm just like, did you just charge us because you sent a guy that couldn't do the job? Did you call him? Yeah, you called like you call. Yeah, like, did you call back and, and well, yeah, we I fought, got charged we, we for fought, this? We fought that one, but that's the kind of that's kind of the weird shit that the company was doing. Yeah. You know, so like, you're, like not... you're saying, like I call you and say, hey, yo, buddy, I need I need you to fix this up. No problem. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send Fred in there. Yeah. Throw a name out there, but Fred's Fred's a bigger Fred's guy. Fred's a big guy, right? So Fred's Fred, been hitting up. Fred those. shows up there, and goes, "Yo, man, I'm just like, I can't, I can't do this job. It's too tight for me. I'm just like, someone else got to do it. And I'm just like, all right, here's my bill. You know, I'm just like, what? Fred, you can't do the job, and you just charge me because you went out there. I'm just like, because you're too big to fit in the thing. You're too big on the thing. I'm just like, what kind of what kind of BS is that? <laughs> I think that's so funny. You know. So that was like, that's the type of stuff where you're just like, that I can't even believe I had the audacity to even do. You know? <laughs> so like, that was, that's, that's the kind of stuff. I, that's no, the kind would, of stuff people do. One bit of contracts. 
<laughs> hey, well, dude, those guys, I don't know, they're buddies, they help each other out, man. If you were in government and I was, like, not a company, like, and you didn't help me out, I'd be like, yo, fuck you, Steve, like, why don't I get the contract? I, I, I don't get up with the contract. Yeah, see, exactly, we'd hook each other up, that's yeah. exactly how it goes. But that's how they do it, right? Yeah, like, that's, 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 they're buddies. They're buddies, they hook each other up that way, right? Not totally faulting them for it, because if you come up, there's a bunch of guys who are age that are all, that's what you're supposed to do, are you not supposed to help the people who you know? That's how it works. Like, like that's just your network. Like, is your thing, network. Like the, I, I was looking at, it, I was thinking about it, and and the more in the in in the business game I am, you start to climb up, and you start to end up you you start to become the bottom of the top. Like you start you start getting into the upper levels of these of these entrepreneurs that have been in the ba- the game for about twenty years ahead of you, and you start to look around and you realize that. These guys have been working together for like 20, 20 years. Yeah, 20, and all their different years, little and, niches. And they have their all little niches and they all have these little networks together. Yeah. And they all work together. And, I was and like, you trade ah. service for service and you do this. And yeah. you start going, oh, okay, I get it. I'm just like, you're supposed to basically build your networks. And as your network grows, you guys all grow together. Together, yeah, you yeah. Know, like, so as soon as you become super successful in what you do and then you need me and then we basically switch and we work together and then these guys work together and those guys work together. So you start building networks of people that basically are in your same age bracket because if I were to go, like it's hard for me to get in with the old guys. Well, it's because not, you're not friends with them and you don't have the same experience. No, but well, with me, for instance, like a like lot of shared experience. A lot of stuff is even right now. Like you got some of these older dinosaurs, they call them, like the the guys who are doing stuff like a specific way, and they keep they don't change. Yeah, they don't really understand, like the digital market and the social media. They don't get it. Like it's they don't like yeah, it doesn't make any sense. They've never done business like that before. Yeah, yeah, they're and then, so then all of a sudden you have these guys who basically are like never done business with social media or like or a video marketing or all, any of this stuff and then all of a sudden they have to deal with some young kid and they don't even know who to hire. Yeah, no idea. They don't know who to trust, who they don't is, know who, who to trust, yeah, yeah. who's doing what, how much things actually cost, some of, like all that stuff, right? So you start like like right now it's an opportunity for like, you know, to get into those older markets, but even then it's hard because like you're now dealing with someone trying to explain to them and they're on like on different levels and you're like levels of communication are different and when you're trying to talk to each other and they don't really want to help you they don't want to hang out with you you know yeah, they yeah. just want to go golf with their buddies you know like and and let shit just kind of flow and hire some people to just take care of it just take care of it for me i don't really care you know and then uh and yeah it's just it's just a weird environment and you're trying to be like the same you want to be like them and golfing and hanging out with them and you'll be like i don't really like this guy though man he doesn't really like we don't have anything to talk about, <laughs> you know, like, we're not on the same level. You yeah. Know? Like, we're, yeah. like, he's, like, on a different level than I am, and we don't have the same conversational pieces, different experiences. <coughs> yeah, well, you know, that's that's what happens. Your network's your net worth, so people... Hey, that's they hang out with their own network. And even then, like, I, it was interesting, too, like, even as with those sharks, they're basically, like... Sharks? What do you mean by sharks? Oh, the sharks. Like, there's a lot of sharks up there. Like, it's weird. Okay, I'll give an example. <clears throat> Do you know how the, like, uh, do you know Festival of Trees, for instance, right? Yeah. Festival of Trees? Yeah. So it's not really for the public. So there's there's this big, massive dinner that happens before it even opens up to the public. I've been there before. Yeah. So that big dinner, a lot of those people know each other, but it's more in a sense of the showing off to see who's going to donate more. Yeah, that's so all it is. Do, yeah, they, no, and they, they name it, people's they names. It, they do it publicly. Yeah, and they say the guy's name. They yeah, say I know. the guy's name because it's a public announcement of like, 
This my dick's bigger. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> you no, know? I've been to that. So, I've been to that exact thing and it's before. Interesting and because, people clap for them. Yeah, and, and, it's yeah, interesting, and they stand he, up and wave. Yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah, but it's interesting because you almost look at them like I don't even think these people like each other. Like they don't really communicate with each other. They don't talk with each other. They they have their own little table and circle, and they just basically like it's like to show off who's got the most amount of money, who's making the most this year, who's doing well, who's giving away the most. Maybe, it's, maybe not. I don't know. You know. I mean, if I saw you at that dinner and they said, yeah, and thank you, Steve Andes, for your $3 million contribution, I'd, ha- I'd be happy for you. I'd be like, yo, Steve's killing it, man. That's dope. Yeah. Good job, Steve. Like, I wouldn't be, but what I I'm wouldn't saying, think but you what were I'm, doing it because but, you were but trying I'm to swing a dick around. But what I'm saying is, is that you can give that $3 million contribution without having to do it publicly. People don't give away $3 million unless everybody knows that they gave it away. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's the difference. Yeah, but like, here's, here's the thing get, is, did can... the money get donated to where it's supposed to go? What do you mean? Okay, they donated $3 million to a charity, right? Yeah. Did the, did the charity still get $3 million? Yeah. Okay, well then the charity's good. Good job. Good job for donating it. Yeah. Sweet, thanks guys. Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is you can donate to the charity as well without having to make a big public spectacle of it. I see, I, I see that That's point as saying. well. That's what I'm saying. Everyone I, tries I, to make a spectacle, but then you wouldn't have a dinner. <laughs> like the dinner would just be boring then it'd yeah. just be it wouldn't like you wouldn't have any points of conversation and shit like like those silent auctions and things like that they're fun because you write down your little thing and you're excited to see who wins it or well, who gets this you know what I haven't experienced it because I'm not at that level I'm they're not they're at fun that level. to go to you know like if I was at that level and I was able to donate like like thirty or forty thousand dollars for for a trip to wherever you know I'd probably feel you know like fuck yeah give it to me I'll do it Garrett, giving money away, I'll, no problem, give it to me. Yeah, and the yeah. money goes to a good place, well, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, so what I, what I was saying is either if they give it away silently or if they give it away and everyone knows, um, at the end of the day, the place still got their $3 million. I'll give an example of this. What's the example, uh, Steve? You're always this. giving me examples. Like, the mental on. health campaign. Oh, with... Uh, is, is that a marketing campaign? Or that's was the, that a, that's was the best that a, marketing campaign was that a, was, that a, was that a charity campaign? Bell, Let's Talk. Yeah. The Let's Talk. It, should, it just could be called Let's Talk. It could be Let's Bell. Talk. It could be Let's Talk, and then more people can contribute to it. But because they threw Bell in there, it's now become a marketing campaign. But yet they... With should, the best social media, like but, everyone's hashtagging Bell Let's Talk but and now, putting their logo yeah. on their profile pictures, like but crazy now, branding. But now, it's crazy branding and stuff like that. But now, not only that, but Bell is now also writing it off as yeah, a charitable contribution. So they're getting free marketing off of mental health. And I'm just like, ooh, that's a, that's a slippery slope. I know, it's greasy, but you know, it's, it's smart, very, but it's greasy. It's, it's very greasy, it's very smart, but it's just like, I don't know. Like, yeah, but they're still giving all this attention to something that never gets attention on. I know. But they don't need to put but Bell in front of it. they don't need to put their name. They know, I that's know. They... But then they couldn't have a tax write-off. <laughs> they would be able to have the tax write-off without putting their name on it. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. Oh, but then but they wouldn't get the branding. They wouldn't get the branding. Which is a lot of free marketing. Which is free marketing because that's... Millions of dollars of free millions. marketing. So like, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's where I'm like, it's, uh, it's, it gets a little greasy because like... To get that kind of marketing, it would cost millions. It cost well, it did cost them millions. It's it's not like it doesn't cost them millions. Well, the, the free it social did, promo from everyone yeah, doing but hashtag it, but Bell it, Let's Talk. But it did cost them millions. Oh, it right? did. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but those millions of dollars that they spent are now tax deductible, fully. It cost them millions, but then it could have cost them millions and millions and millions of more for all of the reshares and everyone like. 
How crazy would it be to have a business so big where people change their profile pictures on their social media to have your logo on it? Yeah, that's crazy. Everyone's got that little freaking picture of them with the little Let's Talk thing on it, the bell. Yeah. What? That's how big your company is? That people are changing one of their most private things that they spend like a lot of their time on every day to get their dopamine kick from it? They're going to change it to your logo of your business? Like... Yeah, we need to. That's hey, hey, cerebral. We need, we need people to change the change their logo, their profile pics to like the thought exchange. Yeah, how do we That's, do that? How do we do that? I don't know. Maybe we Yo, do. leave it in the comments do, below. Is we that, do thought we, exchange. Let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> Mental health awareness. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, that's, <laughs> that's so bad. The thought exchange. Let's talk. We just bite the whole bell thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that would be bad and it's like uh, a, it's the funny like, thing is is that our, our logo matches it better <laughs> i know it matches it better <laughs> even our brand it does change thoughts yeah nothing is safe nothing is safe <laughs> holy shit i think you just came up with the answer buddy <laughs> wow that's bad that's bad I was thinking, I was like, how do we bump the social media? I think you got it. We... I'm going to die. I'm sorry. How bad, how bad would that be if we came out with an Instagram thing of the X? And like pictures of us. Like, let's talk mental health. And People would be like, yo, the fuck are you guys doing? I'd be like, we're, 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 trying to, we're trying to build awareness for mental health. They'd be like, that's so bad. Hey, how can Belle get away with it? We can't. Oh, oh. Oh man, we just totally ruined you know, any, you know. any, any time to partner with any mental health society, anything, we're done. We just ruined it. Oh, we probably did just miss out on millions of dollars. Uh, you know what though, when, when they came up with that campaign, man. Like I that, cried, I just cried there, I was crying. When they came up with that campaign, man, that would have probably been like a serious roll of the dice. Choose that was cerebral. No, that's not for, how is that... That should be a roll of the dice. If we do it, we're going to get totally That's shamed what I'm for it. Like they do it, it's like, okay, fine, okay, sweet. Yeah, that makes sense. Bell, let's talk, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're a phone company. Yeah, they're yeah. a phone company. Let's yeah. talk about it. Let's talk about I'm it. Like, yeah. We're a thought exchange podcast. We're talking about we're it, too. About too. <laughs> Yo. Oh, man. And we get some people on here that, that, that are pretty questionable. That are pretty questionable, yeah. We all need mental health, man. There's, there's been a few people on here that are just like, yeah, like we, we could all just talk it out and heal ourselves, you know, from our mental health issues here. Speaking of that, let's talk about White Ave. <coughs> what the hell is going on? The guy's burning, yeah, for... So the guy's walking around with a gas canister and lighting shit on fire. You know what's crazy? That probably happens in New York every day. I'm sure crazy shit like that happens in urban metropolises all the time. That's why the, uh, the, the, the sirens are going off 24-7. Yeah, it's just like some fucked no, up shit. No, but like it's so weird. Like in, in, in Edmonton, when shit pops off, like it fucking pops off. Like, like it's not like something small. Like it's like some guy took out two fucking police officers and drove a van down the street... You know, dude, that was, at, that was at my restaurant. Crashing. That, was a, that was a block away. I got 
I got a, a friend of a friend of mine. Uh, I went, I, what did I do? I ran and got Donaires or something like that. I was at my, I'm at my store and I run and I, uh, I'm, I'm running and I see, see a bunch of my buddies. So I'm like, I'm going to go get Donaires with these guys. So I'm walking, but I turned my phone on silent for some reason. I was like, I'll just turn my phone on silent. I didn't want to be bothered. Look at my phone, like 16 missed calls, 40 missed text messages, cam, 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 all this stuff, right? And then uh, he's like, phone me immediately, phone me. I, so, I phone, so this guy, I phone, I phone my buddy and he's like, dude, are you, are you, you at the store? I'm like, uh, yeah. He's like, you got to get the fuck out of that restaurant. I'm like, uh, why? What's going on? He's like, yo, there's a guy with, uh, he's got like a U-Haul van. It's filled with bombs. It's just like a block away. Like he, was it filled with bombs? That's what they thought. Well, they didn't know what it was. Filled they didn't with. know what it was filled with, but he like just, he just rented a U-Haul. Yeah, yeah. The my the my source is like he's he knows what's going on. Like the guy who's who's talked to the guy who's talking to knows what's up. Yeah. He just there was that guy. Did he did he kill anyone? He ran over that police officer. I don't think he killed anyone, but he didn't he stab him one in the face or something. I don't know, but nobody over, I don't over think by he, the stadium, one by the football stadium. Yeah, when he fought the guy and he drove off. Yeah, he drove off. Like that's then, how it started. Yeah, crazy. Like you're fighting cops, driving like, off. Like certain cops right off the hop, and you're just like, "Whoa, what the?" F-? Then he took the van and drove it down the sidewalk. Yeah, yeah, like, that was a block away from my was, spot. Like, what is going on? Like, I don't know. That was a couple years back. Was I just, it, that was the last summer, wasn't it? No, it was two summers ago. I was I was scared because I get the thing and I'm like, "Yo, there's some mother trucker running around here with an AK-47, and like his freaking a bomb truck." And he, my buddy's like, "Yo, you have to leave that place right now," because they didn't they didn't find him yet. And I was like, shit, that's a block away. This guy could be, like, trying to find, like, a place to hide. Yeah. Like, he could just be outside right now. Like, I don't want to get mowed down. It'd be a dumbass way to go out. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, so there's a guy on, uh, so the people know, there's a guy on a, a famous street from the city we're in right now. It's called White Avenue. Uh, a gentleman um, took a jerry can of gasoline and decided to... Oh, we're, we're talking about the White Avenue. Yeah, we're talking about White Avenue right this now. This just yeah. happened like, uh, like two, three days ago. ago. Three, two, two, two days ago? Two three or three days, days yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so this guy t- takes a jerry can and just decides to light 17 cars on fire? Fourteen? Four, fourteen, I think. Oh, yeah, okay, 14. yeah, fourteen, yeah, okay, sorry. Well, whatever, it's a lot of fucking cars. Yeah, this guy's just running like, down, laughing. Like people, people are just taking videos of him. Like, that's the weird thing, like, everyone's videos. Are you going to stop him? I was thinking if I was in that situation, I was like, yo, I'd stop that guy. And then I was like, wait well, a minute. He's got gas. I was thinking about that. This guy's got a fucking like, gas can. He would just spill that shit and then light you up. Like, that was the one thing I was thinking Yeah, about. what happens if he just dumped it on you I and think, chucked his I think match that's at why, you? I think that's why once he dumped the canister, that's when people took him down right away. Because he was out of gas. Yeah. So, like, it was weird. Like, he, he crossing the street, so he cuts off a car. Like, this is the last car that he lit up. He's crossing the street. The car stops because they didn't want to run him over. He pours gas on the hood of the car and then goes, yo, and lights the car. That guy's nuts. And then walks across and he just throws the canister up in the air and basically gives it like a field gold look like, yeah, and then throws his bag on the floor. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, he thought it was a bomb. I'm like, what the fuck is in the bag? He just walked away from his backpack. Yeah. Like he literally just threw it off I didn't off watch his back. it. I didn't see this he part. He just threw it off his back and then he just started going. And then he, some guy started chasing him. Yeah. And so then he bolted a bit. And these are from multiple cameras? Because everyone's sitting in those little restaurants taking cell phone photos yeah. and videos. So, like, then he bolted, right? So he bolted, and then, because there was, like, you know, what's the name of that guy? Magnum P.I. The Magnum P.I. guy, the guy in the flower shirt with the mustache. Well, I don't think he had a mustache, but he looked like Magnum P.I. He basically, so he ran, and then the guy in the, in the Hawaiian shirt chasing him, but the guy, I think what the guy tried to do is he tried to duck into the... Coffee shop? Into the coffee shop thinking that... 
the guy didn't see him duck into the coffee shop. Yeah, because he's all willy-nilly in there, just pretending nothing. Yeah, so he basically walked in and just walked in like he's willy-nilly. Like nothing but happened. then the guy in the Hawaiian shirt just showed, saw him the whole way. The whole way went in there and grabbed him and just threw him to the floor. And then some guy showed up with a two by four. Like, dude, that guy. That guy must have been. Broken, that guy man. must have been like looking for that two by four for a bit. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's like, I need a two-by-four. You got a weapon. Yeah, he's like, I need a weapon. And then chase the guy. And then chase the guy down. You need a weapon. Yeah. Dude, I wouldn't fight that guy. That guy's got a jerry can. Like, that'd be a shitty way. Like, imagine trying to square up to do and he just dumps gas on you and then lights you on fire. That'd be real shitty. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what do you, how do you deal with, like, like, with people that are, like, what is, like, what is going through the brain? I don't understand what's happening at that point. Like, that's, like, is this just- I'm not giving two shits at that point. You're actually done. I think you're done. When, when you, you start doing stuff like that, it, you're like, I don't care. like if someone kills me, society, I don't care. Society took you out. At that point, you're just like, fuck it. I can't make any money. Well, now this guy's probably mm-hmm. got like 40 years in jail now. Oh, yeah, quite a bit. Because each, each, case, each case will be about two years for arson. Right. I don't know what I don't know what the case is. I think are. so. I think I, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know. But I, from watching a lot of law TV, <laughs> suits, suits, a lot of suits. There's uh, arson in suits. No, that's more corporate law. But okay, yeah. but I think what happens is he get, he would get charged like two years for arson, right? But then you would get charged for two, every count, every count, and so sometimes they. I'm you, sure they got them for other so, counts. So a couple depends, of jaywalkings. Depends on whether to be, depends on whether you can actually serve them uh, consecutively, or you have to serve them. You know, like whether you can serve them all at once or have to serve them consecutively, like one after another. So if he's got 14 counts at two years apiece, you're looking at almost 22, like 20, 28 years in jail. If that's the case, if you get charged on all 14 counts, right? I don't think that's what he wanted. Do you, th- do you think he wanted like death by cop or something? I don't know what they did. I don't know what's going on in those people's brains. Was man. that even worth 28 years in jail? Like if you're going to do something, like do it. Well, I don't know. Like, if, I don't know. It was pretty wild. Twenty-eight years worth in jail. Wild. So you know, but that's the type of shit that they think that they do. Like, this is the I think where that's the too men- many video games. This buddy. is where this is the mentality that I think is actually going on is that people are so so desperate to be Instagram famous or social media famous that they're like, I got to do something crazy and people will film it and I'll be famous. Yeah, you know what? The, what country do they do this in? If you like. Do a mass shooting or something. They don't. They don't take a picture of you. They don't put your name in the paper. This happened after the Columbine shootings, where um, Andrew and Dylan. What was that the name of the guys? I think those are the name of the guys. Andrew and Dylan. Dylan Claybor. Dylan. That and, sounds. That sounds like a name. Yeah, it was Andrew and Dylan, I believe, and they're face. They're famous. Like they're famous people now, right? Well, so, like that's what they pulled. For all the wrong reasons. For the wrong reasons. It's like the same thing as like that, that Unabomber guy or whatever. The Unabomber. Yeah, like all these guys, are like you, they're, they're known, or even Charlie Manson and all that other weird shit. You know, they're known for, for the stupid shit that they did, right? There's a, one of my favorite rappers, his name's uh, Diabolic, and he has a line and he says... Uh, one uh, in one of his verses. Shout out Diabolic, by the way. You got a new album coming out called uh, The Collusion. Anyways, Diabolic's dope. But he's got a, a one verse that says, I walk the fine line between Einstein and Charles Manson. Okay. So he's like, he's like trying to say that he's, uh, his brain is so genius that it could be almost insanity? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty crazy because... 
technically, Charles Manson was on some next level crazy shit. Like, have you ever watched his interviews? I'm not vouching for the guy in the slightest, but the guy no, but was like... but that's the problem with some of these psychopaths. He could have been super are, smart. It well, they are super way. smart. That's, that's why they need that stimulation, right? Yeah. So a lot of times these guys who are like fucking brains on the next level, they need something to stimulate their brain. Like even like, uh, I haven't watched the Ted Bundy fucking tapes, but like uh, I hear that that's, that's a pretty wild shit too. Like that guy's the full psychopath. Whereas he was like, crazy charismatic. He was like, he, his personality was like next level. And like he, he wanted the thrill and uh, of, of doing bad shit and trying to see whether he could get away with certain things. Right. Yeah. If he, if he would have taken that like level of planning and like whatever, like that level of, of like method methodical thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And applied that to something productive. Positive, positive. Yeah. He could have been uh, totally different. Like with his care. Like I never met the guy. I don't know, but just what I've I've read and what I've seen. Super charismatic, good looking. This, that, whatever. <laughs> he could get. He could persuade anyone to do anything. Like if you were to take that and apply that to creative stuff. Well, that's that whole thing about psychology too, right? Like, uh, like that's why I find. I find that most people who actually study psychology is because there's some weird shit going on in their brain they're trying to figure out. Like why why certain things happen the way they like do or trying to figure things out. Because realistically everything everything and I started learning this too because I also studied a little bit like psychology and try to figure that stuff out as well. But everything has a cause and effect. And if you don't know what the cause and the effect are, like most people think all things happen naturally. But I'm like, no, there's a cause and effect. There's a certain way that you can actually, that's where the manipulation comes into play, where if you do certain things, this, this is normally the reaction from those specific things that you do, mm -hmm. right? Like, so if you, if you make this type of move, this seems to be the same reaction consistently. So when people start to like study those types of Oh, you can play you can play the game and do certain things. They can do certain things because yeah. they know that when they say certain things there's specific certain actions or certain, certain actions. things like uh They do that when picking up girls in the there's the a, Tao, the Bible. For, yeah, like there's there's things about like um, you know, micro escalations. You can make anyone do anything as long as you do it with micro escalations. Like you can't go 0 to 100, but if you can slowly push like that's the whole thing we talked about the government too, and when the, like the more that they push the line, yeah, they just take, they, take, take, little, just, little bit, little, little bit, pretty little, soon, little bit by little bit, like a little bit, and you keep accepting the little bit that they take, you know, till eventually you're like, holy fuck, you just moved the line, <coughs> you just moved the line, like, uh, like the entire thing, the entire thing, like all of a sudden now you went from fucking one percent to like now we're sitting at you took ninety percent of my fucking rights away mm -hmm. you know without even me realizing it because i kept accepting the one percent every time you moved it forward have you seen have you seen what you can get charged for in canada now while in alberta for distracted driving have you read that report uh, pff, probably anything dude talking to passengers is now considered distracted driving it's right in there they just want to do... So a $250 like, fine and a, well, a three demerits. You know what? I'll give you an example of this. Like, it's not so much that you're going to be charged with it. It's whether they want to charge you with it. So, for instance, right now, computer law, we all broke into computer laws. By downloading stuff, yeah. No, anything like on, on a computer, like those huge, huge forms that you, yeah. that you release, you give a release form, they won't come and they'll hit you up and charge you with something. But if they want to... They can. They can because they can charge you with any one of those violations that you did. Yeah, they and have it on all even, of us. And you don't even really know what the violation is, but they can basically charge you with whatever they fucking want. 
So if they want to put you in jail, like that's that's the end game. It's like if they want to basically throw you in jail, they want to make sure that they can do it without any problems because there's laws and regulations and rules that you broke. I'm like, w what fucking law did I break? Oh, you broke this law that we implied in fucking 19... Yeah, from 1970s. Bill C06 yeah, yeah, Bill C06 section, subsection, subsection, whatever the hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. subsection. It says right here. It says right here, you can't, you can't spit on the street. <laughs> or some you know, weird shit, yeah. That's a fucking five-year uh, minimum sentence. Yeah. Like, what? You know? Yeah. I'm like, how do I clear my throat? Like, that's in Singapore. You can't sing it. You can't spit on the street. Yeah, I know. That's you a like big... That's a I, think, I think spitting on the street here is a ticket, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Do they fucking teach me all the laws when I go to like go to school? Well, I don't have a school where they teach me. All I don't. Laws. I don't think you should. Like be if we're all on the supposed for no, I don't think like, but I'm just saying like. I do sometimes if, we, if, if I have we're to supposed to be obeying all of these laws. We should know them. We should know them. Yeah. You know, like where are these? Yeah, laws? but here, here the thing is, is when we when we sign that's on when we sign those little things on the internet, taking them back to the internet. Technically, we should read the, all of them. That's sure. our fault. Yeah. We can't blame anyone by Yeah, ourselves. but now we can't use the product. Like, I've done that, like, with iTunes. I'm like, I don't want to upgrade my iTunes. We can't use our iTunes then. Yeah, I know, I, mean, I know. I've like, done that with a lot of different products online. You know? I, read the th I read the terms and conditions. I'm like, yo, that's a little hectic. I don't want to use it. And I'm like, damn it, I need this. Like, <laughs> I need, like fuck. Now they got me. Yeah, like, I know. At that point, you need, like, a computer that's got, like, a fake pseudo name attached to it. <laughs> yeah, or something. I bet you, you could do that somehow. I have a couple things I've... Yeah, anyways, where's uh, Snowden when you need him? Yeah, that's a, that's a Snow Snowden, guy. how do we do this? Yeah, Snowden, reach out to it's us, uh, info at thoughtexchange.com and shoot us a message on how we can uh, get programs on our computer without actually having to abide by the terms and conditions by them. Yeah, I'm wondering if like if they would if they would change the laws to like have like, let's say, like even like the Ten Commandments where you have like ten major laws that everyone must know. Like these are specific like set laws that you cannot do. And then everything is just like a sub-law beneath these 10 categories. But you know these categories and these are the ones, these are just the rules. You can't, can't deviate from these rules. I don't know what you're trying to get at right now. Well, I'm just trying so to like that way blanket laws? Like that way basically like uh, they're, they're only like... I bet you in grade 3 they teach us all the laws. This is like, grade, this is like shit from grade 6. Yeah. They, they taught us all this shit in grade 6. Did they? I yeah, they did. I, I vaguely don't, remember. Don't steal... Yeah, you know, it's, to, you know you're, you're, they were teaching you the commandments. <laughs> in grade six, you were learning the commandments. I was learning the Ten Commandments, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Ten Commandments. I was on That's that. a different law. I went to a private Christian school, for those of you that want to know. Yeah. yeah. I'm only, in, I just started my Christian schooling. Yeah. Now, so. I was learning the Ten Commandments in grade six. Actually, I found a big box of my stuff from a There's kid. only six now. What? It's only six now. Well, six commandments? Well, only six main major ones. The other, the other four. Or pretty based, like pertain to like uh, one God. They do, eh? Yeah. Stevie, man, you're stressing me out. Do I stress you out? A little bit. So <laughs> we're talking about Julian Assange. Yes. Edward Snowden. Yes. The Notre Dame burning down. Yes. Tower Seven. What happened there in Tower Seven? We're talking about the guy on White Ave. Yes. And our world's actually going a little bit crazy. It's getting there. It's getting there. There's some weird stuff happening. It gets uh, it's weird stuff. Do you know what, though? I'm wondering if it's actually weird 
like is it because right now we're supposedly living in the safest time ever to be living on the earth we actually are you know like it's the safest time but it seems more chaotic because we're learning about shit from all over the world and it's and it's being transferred so fast you know like shit's happening in paris i'm like paris bro like the world's huge and like we're we're well it's flat but i mean <laughs> it's <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Guys, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, did you see that flat earth moon today? Yeah, no. That holy was, shit. That was Don't, pimp. I can't I can't handle it. <laughs> Anyways. But like <laughs> it's uh it's just news travels so fast, it's instant. Yeah? Like it's instant like that. So like place goes up in flames, we hear about it here in Edmonton. Dude, I was right like ten minutes in, like it popped up on a news article on BBC or Bloomberg and it just I was like, Whoa, this thing's only ten minutes old? Yeah, this like, is happening right I was now. Like, this is like live time right That's now. That's what I'm saying. Like this shit. Like That's why I called you. Like, I was what like, yo, part, live. What part of the world is not part of this live instant communication right now? That one spot in India where that guy tried to go and he got just knifed down with freaking spears and he's, shit. He's still, he's still got it. He's, he's still, still got, got a, a few YouTube pictures video, of it. Yeah, man. He got a YouTube video. <laughs> did he get like, like a Dude, selfie of the, himself just getting gored No, man. Spears? The guy's from the boat. Yeah, I know. Filmed him getting taken out. Like he's still is even there? even in this remote area, he's still got a YouTube video out. You know, like That's so bad. like it's still it's still reached the world. What a move! Like, What's your take on that guy? Which I don't know. I don't know. Like it's do you, do you go to a place like that to try and spread the gospel? I don't think he was trying to spread the gospel. That's what he did. That's what he was trying to do. He was a he was a, um, a missionary. Uh, he was a missionary trying to teach them about God. Those guys, those guys are definitely idol worshiping. I don't think. I think those guys are fine. Like, just let them do their thing. Like, I don't. I don't see why the guy yeah. had to go there. To be completely honest, he didn't. That was that was a selfish move on his part. Well, he could have killed all of them because he could have given them a disease, disease or something and yeah. wiped them out. That's what I'm saying. It was a selfish move. But I mean, like, think of the island's perspective of some random guy showing up and being like, "Hey, you've been doing it wrong this whole time, guys." Like, like, stop dancing, the fire dance, the smoking, the, the things, yeah. whatever the fuck you guys are doing. This is, the, get, this is the book you guys need to be How on. is he going to communicate with these people? That's what I'm saying. What's going, going, going through his head? It's going through his brain. But like, even what fucking then, language do they speak? Well, even then, like, have they seen boats go by before? Yeah, and they throw spears at them. This, is, I, this isn't just, the first time. I'm like, just kind of wondering what, like, if you're a tribe, if you live on a tribe and you live on this island, and you're trapped on this island, or you think, like, and you see boats coming by, like, what do you, what goes through your mind? I don't know, you're probably going crazy, I don't know. Maybe there's a few elders or a few people in that tribe who have gotten off the island and, like, came back and was like, yo, guys, like, those people are completely fucked. Like, they're out to lunch. Like, we got to stay as we are. Well, have, you, we see, see, yeah. have you seen that, uh, that documentary on Netflix about the, the tribe, like, where they, where they ran into that, uh, that tribe in the Amazon? And then they basically... No, what's it called? It's called Tribe, I think. Tribe, just Tribe. And then basically the guy... That's one part where he got the guy with his girlfriend and he left to go hunting or whatever and he was pissed off because his cousin took his girlfriend from him. And I'm just like Why are you talking like that? It was so funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> and he took his girlfriend and he, and he's talking about it on camera and I'm just like and he was all pissed off about it. His how, cousin took his girlfriend. Yeah, so he had to like kick her out of the tribe and he sent her away and this and that and I'm just thinking to myself, like, yo, that's the stuff that happens in the real Oh, world. that happens in the real world anyway. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, that's not too far off. Yeah, it's not too far off. Oh man, the he only probably had was it was his family member because <laughs> what, did he have more money or what? <laughs> 
This guy's probably loaded. He's got like the nicer spear, but they, but they hooked the them better up, like, shed. But it was interesting because they hooked them up with clothing, and all of a sudden they went from like being these tribe, uh, like with cloth and like being naked, to all of a sudden at the end of the show they were wearing like clothes, like Adidas clothes and stuff like that, and they were living in the in hammocks and things like that. But they were becoming like super dependent. But they were like tribesmen, like they basically had still, but wearing different shit. That'd look weird. Imagine watching one of those type of guys running around in like a like a freaking field tracksuit in the woods. It just wouldn't make sense. I'd be like, uh. <laughs> Can you imagine being Fila? I'd be like, yo, man, my brand. My made brand it, made, made it, it far. Out, made it out to the made it out to the tribes. Made bro. it out to the tribes, dude. That'd be sick, dude. I'd market the shit out of that. I'd be like Fila. <laughs> We're in the tribes. We're it's, everywhere. We're everywhere. <laughs> some guy hunting some water buffalo or some shit. <laughs> Holy shit. That's so bad, yo. We made it to the tribes. That's some freaking branding at its best. <laughs> That'd get you in so much shit. I don't know. I don't know if that's good or it's bad though, because a lot of times they throw those clothes away. That's why you, people get them. What do you mean you don't know if it's good or? Well, it's because bad. like those, a lot of those clothes that like that make it to like those uh, like uh, remote places, remote places are like are throwaway them. clothes. Yeah. That, like they made abundance of them in their old stock, and you heard about like that and they get rid of them. You heard about H and M what they did. They had an abundance of clothes, so they burnt like all of them. Burnt it. Yeah, just burnt them all. Well, they had massive backlash for doing that. That's what the clothing industry does. <clears throat> Nobody even tells you about that shit, but they have to do it. Like, mm-hmm. ho- like all these high high end uh, clothing stores, they can't sell last year's inventory. No. So what they do is they destroy them. Mm-hmm. And nobody knows about that shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, they can't sell it for, like, a reduced price because... If, no one's going to buy it, not high-end Well, things. no, like, for instance, if, um, so if, uh, yeah, and this is a legit, this is a fucking legit thing. Like, if you basically buy a high-end suit that's, say, it's, like, $1,000, and it's, like, a 2018 suit, and then the next season comes in and new sets of suits come in, and they have about, you know, five or six of these suits that are left that they didn't sell, instead of putting them on sale or marking them down, you know, or even basically like selling them off on to a friend for like half price. They can't do that. What they do is they have to cut them up, destroy them and throw them out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I'm like, are you serious? Like they literally <coughs> like perfectly good suits. They throw them away. They destroy them, cut them. They cut them so that way they and then they throw them out. I've I've seen that with boots. Old school boots, like they cut the tongues out of them and they throw them away. And I'm just like, that was, those are some fucking good ass boots. Yeah, Why no, are you throwing weird. them away? I'm like, oh, because they're last year's models. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, no. I'm just like, ship them off somewhere, man. Like, yeah. I, I could see a company, like, here's the thing. I agree and I disagree with that. Um, I agree with, with them doing it because it's their own business and they can operate their business however they want to. If they want to be wasteful, they can be wasteful. Like, I, I agree with have giving a, a business the freedom to do that. Hey, if you want to take a bunch of your own shit and light it on fire because you couldn't sell it, fine. It's an asshole thing to do because there's people that... Well, the reason why they do that is because they don't want to... If people didn't buy it, they don't want to be able to have people be able to get their stuff for 50% off. For cheap. Off. Yeah, I know, I know, exactly. They don't so want to dumb their... They don't want to cheapen their brand. Mm-hmm. I, that's, that's what I understand yeah. on it. They don't want to fire sale it's like things the same, off. It's almost as similar to, like, the fucking diamond industry. The diamond industry, in order to keep their prices high, they fucking mine out all the diamonds and then they throw them in a vault. 
Yeah. So that way they have all of them. So that way they they, they, they release the supply and demand and they create the equilibrium of they, the price. They create the supply and the demand because they have all the supply. Yeah, and they can they can inflate and what? change the they can they can change the supply. Yeah. Right, which then changes the demand. It's a basic economic supply and demand. Yeah, they say, oh, they say, oh shit, you know, like, um, you know, a lot, a lot of people are buying rings right now. So let's, uh, let's not sell as many rings. We'll or just keep the 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 supply. You keep the supply low, demand goes high, price rises. That's pretty much how that curve works. Yeah, because all of a sudden now, yeah, they just find that equilibrium where basically like they have enough. Or you can, or the equilibrium is right when. Supply uh, and demand meet e- e- equals the equilibrium, right? But you can you can take that that uh, you can put the price higher or lower, right? Mm-hmm. And then if you control it, if you control it, yeah. So I agree with companies doing that actually because it's their own company; they can operate how they want to operate. It may be shitty, it may be this, but allow them to do that. But I disagree with it because it's massively wasteful, as well as there's especially with clothes. Diamonds are useless. They're only good for like cutting things for the most part, or they just look good. But like they're not really yeah, they that built, useful. Yeah, they built a whole industry around like a marriage. Yeah, I know. Like the whole industry of marriage. Was know, it's all marketing. Around, it's, which was created for diamonds. Like what, what the hell does a diamond have anything to do with marriage? A diamond marriage? is a woman's best friend. That was the thing that came out in the 50s or 40s or whatever. Diamond like lasts a, forever. A diamond lasts forever. So a diamond lasts forever. So all of a sudden. Your marriage now, lasts forever. Every, it was a really good marketing everyone thing. Everyone now wants a diamond. For, like It's like you need to buy a diamond to, for a marriage. I'm like, that has nothing to do with marriage. Marriage has to do with a union of two bodies and souls together. Yeah, I know. I'm like, that's. And you, technically, the marriage happens once you have conceive a child. That's technically when the marriage is truly truly happens. Truly is when happens. you're fully married and when two flesh become one. Yes. Yeah. When two I, flesh, I, I agree like with everything you on that. else is like a piece of paper doesn't mean shit. Yeah, I know. Like I get it. Like it's uh, that's the government's way of tracking taxes and the whole thing. <laughs> it's yeah. That's all that is. Yeah. yeah. It's, and then the, the ring is a way of basically saying you know you have to buy this, you have to buy me this ring, or I'm just like. What? Yeah, no, they, they literally created an industry. Yeah. The gold band on the diamond is worth more than the actual diamond, kind of technically. Yeah. Like it has like diamonds are so boosted it's a, up. It's, boosted. Just a, it's a rock. It's carbon. Yeah, it's rock. just it's just a bunch of rock. The gold like and why, and why is a man-made cubic zirconium worth less than an actual dug up diamond? Even though they you can make a cubic zirconium even look a little bit better and nicer, be more and cleaner perfect. and perfect. Yeah, it's and because it, these ones are the the allure of getting it from out of the ground and this that and whatever like. Yeah, that's the, like who knows the difference? Be like, whoa, that that. That ring is way too perfect. Yeah, no. People know the difference. I can see the. I can see the difference. I've seen a lot of rings. Yeah. I'm like that one's fake. I can just tell. Well, it's not fake. It's real. It's just man-made. Yeah, it's yeah, but it's like it's. You can tell what a diamond looks like and what a cubic zirconia looks like. You can see it. I can. I'm like, yeah. They're too perfect. They're <laughs> too. Per- and they're too like- big and they're too perfect. I'm like, there's no way. The reason I think it's fake is because I'm like, yeah. there's no way you have a ring that big and you drive that car. Yeah. Like, it's like you're putting two and two together. It's like, I that's, know you. That's how you, that's, that's how you, that's the only way you determine it is by saying like, yo, that ring would cost you way too much money. Yeah. I'm just like, there's no way, because that's, that, technically you have $30,000 on your finger. Yeah. And I'm like, there's, you probably paid only like five grand for that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But like five grand for, for a piece of, for a rock. Yeah, I know. It's weird. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's really strange. But those companies can do what they want with it. It's yeah. shitty. But. With the clothing, with the clothing here's, industry. Here's another thing, just before we yeah, 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 for and, sure. And yeah. like a lot of girls would get pissed off at this, but oh, perfect. <laughs> I think this should be our clip. <laughs> but this is the thing. 
The diamond ring. Who owns it? This is going to be the title of the episode. A lot of girls are going to get pissed <laughs> off at this. Who owns that diamond ring? When? Does the guy or the girl? Yeah. I don't know. I've never bought a diamond so, ring before. So, so. ideally, what is actually is, is going on here is the man purchased the ring and he gives it to the woman as a steward and supposed to take care of it. But it's actually the man's ring. It is. It is. Which is why you're saying, if I'm going to give you uh, a ring, you know, I would want it to be like a ten dollars or $20,000 ring. You would think twice about who you would want to be a steward of that ring. Because they're taking care of something that's yours. That's really valuable. That's really valuable. That's where the actual uh, trust and everything comes in and say, listen. So I in a divorce, who gets the ring? The ring's supposed to go back to the man. Does it ever? I don't think it does. I think the I think the women keep it as their own. Like I think in their head they think like and and they'll get mad. Like I, I I'm sure um, we're gonna get a lot of backlash from that. But women will say, "No, the ring is mine." I'm like, "It's technically not. You're a steward of that ring. Don't own the ring. You basically are a steward of it, which means you're you're meant to take care of it. And the ring is a representation of what the value he has and trust he has in you to take care of something that's his. Shit." Right? I never looked at it like that before. But, but women would be like, no, he bought me a ring. And I'm just like, it's, it's his ring. You know? Do you ever say that though? Hey, babe, so I'm going to, so will you marry think, me? I don't, th- I don't think it's taught like that. Is this West, is this Eastern or how is this, where is this uh, coming from? That's, I think that's just the way it is. That's the way it's supposed to be. That's just, that was the whole ideology behind the ring. That's why you're supposed to spend... So much money on most. People, There's supposed to be a percentage, right, on how much you earn. Three months of three months salary. So, like for instance, if you're making five thousand dollars a month, you have to you, you have, have to you have, have to give them a fifteen thousand dollar ring. A fifteen thousand dollar ring, right? Yeah. And the thing is, is that when most people nowadays they get engaged with a two three thousand dollar ring, which means it's a throwaway ring. They don't really even give a shit. Yeah, right? it'd be like, ah, oh, here's three thousand bucks. I'm just like, it's kind of whatever. Like, it's almost like a promise ring. It's like no. doesn't care. That's why there's a that. But the if, hell's an engagement ring? But if I if but if a man was gonna give someone twenty thousand dollars to hold, say here's twenty thousand dollars that I'm gonna have you hold for me, this on your finger on at your all times. On your finger at all times. You you take have care to of take it. care of this thing. Yo. You're gonna think twice about who you give it to. Right. Wow, that's actually, I really appreciate that. That would make actually marriages, to be all honest. It puts a monetary factor towards marriage, but it, that would make people actually, you're right, think twice to who they're going to get married to because yeah. they're like, wow, I'm giving this person $20,000? Is this someone I trust? It's, like it's, it's, like, it's almost like a dowry, right? But like, it's just like saying, yeah, you're, you're here to, you got to take care of this for me. Can you imagine and then someone loses it or they don't have any value, they're just like whatever and they lose it a couple times and be like, Phew. I'm just like, you just lost $20,000, you threw it in the garbage. Do you stay with that person after that at that point? I don't know. Like, you, I, don't think, I don't think it has any... I mean, you'd be pretty upset. I think the person who lost... I don't know if I'd give him another one, you know? Wow. Okay, or you give him a ring pop. Okay, like, I'll get you a new ring, but, like, here's your ring. It's yeah. a ring pop. It's like, that's what you get now. This you is just a, lost. Now this is a symbol, like, symbolic ring now. You don't yeah. get the real deal. You now. don't get the real deal now because <laughs> I'm busted because yeah. of this. But you ensure that, though, at But the point. other scary thing is, too, is, like, <coughs> when you put that kind of money on someone's finger, you're also putting them at risk. I, I have friends who have rings like that. They don't wear them. Uh, the real ones are uh, not worn. 
Yeah, you put them in a safety deposit box or something. Wear the cheap ass. You wear the cheap one, yeah. Yeah. That's their that's their form of taking care of it. Yeah, but it's a but that's what it is. You're a steward of that. That is taking care of it though. That's being smart enough to know that hey, look, I got twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars on my finger. I shouldn't be wearing it all the time, so I'm going to take. I'm going to only wear it on, on special on occasions. special occasions. It's going to be in the this safety deposit wear, I'm box. Just wear the band. I'm going to wear the band. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, the band is a representation of saying I'm married, but the diamond. Is what's really good. That's what I'm supposed to be taking care of. That's what I'm supposed to take and care of. And then in their hearts and in their heads, they're like, I am taking care of this. It's in the box. Don't worry. It's covered. You're good. In, yeah. That's cool, actually. Yeah. I've never actually seen it in that capacity ever in my life. So, but that's the way you kind of almost have to think about it because, like, you know, um, but in that way it goes both ways. Like, because most of the times people go, oh, look, you bought me a ring. You know, I'm just like, yeah, it's not yours. Because not only that, but like, if I had something, I may not value it as much because it's mine. You don't. People don't value things you know, as much when they're not yours. If you gave me something, but it wasn't mine, I was just said, here, can you take care of this for me? I'm freaking like, dear God. Dear <laughs> God, I don't want to fuck this up. Yeah. Sometimes you, I wouldn't you, even want to take it. I'd you, be like, no, no, no. You, you treat it differently. Than if it's your than own. If it, than if I give it to you and you're like, oh, fuck it. You know, or whatever. You know, yeah. it's my shit. If Especially. It, big deal. But yeah, if you only put like a couple hundred bucks or a couple thousand bucks into it and you don't even care, you're just going to give it to someone you don't even really care about. Yeah. It'd be like, here you go, Steve. Take that guy. Take care yes. of that for me. Yeah, sure. Thanks. Yeah, I'm right? Like, yeah. Yeah, you're like, oh, it's some like, string hey. and some freaking little bead. Like this thing's getting lost in the wash like next <laughs> next yeah. couple hours here. Yeah. Like this is like, hey, Steve, where's that bracelet I gave you? Uh, well, I don't know. Somewhere. I, think. I guess I guess I... I uh, when we went to the Why pool. aren't you wearing it? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but if if this was like all diamonds and a huge gold band, I was and like, it was Steve, worth forty thousand. Yeah, can you just take care of, of that for you me? Just, like, have it. You're like, you'd be like stressed out. Sm- you stressed out all the time because you're yeah. carrying around forty thousand dollars worth of a, uh, a bracelet that doesn't belong. That doesn't to belong you. to you. If it belongs to you, you'd be you're stressed not, out, but, but you wouldn't be like, like not as stressed. Not as stressed because you like it belongs to me. I'd be like Stevie, man. This is like forty grand. I bust my ass for this is like or even say this is 40 grand this used to be my grandmother's oh even even deeper yeah wow this used to be my grandmother's and uh, I want you to you know I wanted to like I I I want you to take take care care of of this yeah this is how much I love you and how much I want to be with you and how much I trust you well no 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 not you and me no 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 you gotta preface that preface yeah Yeah, please preface that (laughs) Not right. you. We're talking hypothetically. This is okay, Matt. Hypothetically, all right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but like, let's you'd clear say, that out of the air right now, guys. <laughs> you'd say that to the girl. You'd basically say, "I want you to take care of this for me." Yeah. This is what you know. This was this was passed down through generations of my family. Blah 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 blah. Here, here, wear this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And right. when you're getting married into a family, and someone gives you a generational ring, that's more of a serious commitment. Then basically saying... No, imagine you lose the generational ring. <laughs> what do you mean? They mo- they lo- she lost Meredith's ring? Yeah, Meredith's ring. Meredith's ring. Meredith's. Meredith's Meredith, right? Meredith, yeah. Yeah, Meredith. That was Meredith. That was Meredith. You that know, was Meredith. Like, like, like her husband paid like $10,000 yeah. in that in the... In the in the twenties. In the twenties for that. In the twenties for that. Yeah. Like, that thing's worth over. That thing survived 000. the Chicago fires. Yeah. That thing's a hundred thousand. Meredith. Meredith ran into that building and saved her dog with that ring on. Yeah. And then the ring fell off, and she ran in after it, and risked it her back. own life, and got it back. And saved the crying baby at the same time that was in there too, randomly. <laughs> it's got some history. It's got some history to it, right? Like. And you left it at the gym. And you left it at the gym. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not my wife anymore. I'm <laughs> fucked up. Disowned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, it's yeah. not even that. It's not my wife. Your, your parents are going like, who the hell did you marry? Yeah, who did you marry? Yeah, now it's now the heat's on you. <laughs> What's the matter with you? We told you Becky was a little bitch. Like, <laughs> she doesn't love you. She doesn't care for you. She left Marius ring at the gym. Like, yeah. You wanted to give her the ring. You wanted to give her the ring. You know, you were supposed to be in charge of that yeah. thing. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah. And we trusted you, and you gave it to Becky. Yeah. Oh, no, man. No, no offense to Becky. Yeah, like Becky's, Becky. yeah. Sorry, Becky. Yeah, yeah that's, that's actually a holy crap changes, moment for It changes me, the whole perspective. Dude, that just changed my whole perspective on it. Right? So the whole perspective on it. But the thing is, is that you, you can't tell that to girls, because they'll be like, no, it's mine. Wow. But, like I said, would you care for it more if it wasn't yours? Like, uh, like, like Gollum? Like, my precious. Yeah. Like, it's theirs now, eh? Like, it's their precious. Jeez. Yeah, wild. I, I wonder what happens in divorce, who gets the ring. In the comments below, tell us, because I've never been divorced before. Yeah, who keeps the ring? Who keeps the ring? It's probably up to, it's probably circumstantial. Yeah, it's circumstantial. I, what, what type of conversation does that happen? Like, are you all bashful about it when you're getting divorced in the office? Like, so, uh, what about that ring? <laughs> like, uh, is that mine? Do I get that back? It's like still on her finger, you know? Like, hey, uh, like, how do you bring that up? I think it comes with the legal. Yeah, yeah, that, you don't bring that up. Hey, can I have the ring back, please? So I could see the chick just whipping it at the guy. Yeah, fuck you, Eric. Here's your fucking ring back. I could see that, too. I could see that. That's probably happened to some guys. I can see them giving the ring back during the engagement process is broken off. What do you mean? Engagement ring. But not after marriage? So, like, uh... I can't marry you and then give the ring back. Yeah. It's not like I can't marry you, but I'm going to keep this ring. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't. I can't marry you, but I'm, yeah, so I can't marry you. Steve. But uh, you know, this is a really nice ring. I'm yeah. Gonna, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to keep this and keep this as a memory of us. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it's $1,500. Like, wow, that's so bad. Yeah. Holy shit. What do we got for time, Stevie? We're running close to three hours. Holy shit. No, only an hour and a half. Hour and a half? We should probably... We should probably... Well, let's finish off on that and have people in the comments below. Let us know what you think. Yeah, I think so, how much? How much should you spend on a wedding ring? And who owns that said... Who, that said wedding ring. <laughs> that said wedding ring. Who with owns that, it? With that being said, we'll see you guys next week. Thought exchange. Some thoughts were exchanged this week. Steve Van Dees, Cameron Barkey. See you guys next week. Peace. Peace.